now loading. Engineers are the facilitators during the creation process of music. If they were part of a sports team, they wouldn't be the superstars, but they would be a key part of the team that enables everyone else to be the best versions of themselves. Engineers provide stability to the music creation experience and environment. Brendan Morawski is one of those people. I wanted to just know what your see the role of an engineer in music. Um, I mean, the en- the role of an engineer in music can be like lots of different things, and it's definitely dependent on who you're working with. Um, but I'd say it's always you're a facilitator of you know other people's creativity and helping them get their ideas out there. You know, so some artists like you to be very collaborative, and some artists really just want you to kind of be able to understand what their intentions are in that studio that day and so you know with some of the clients that i work with it's about just understanding their process and what they like to have in the studio it might be they like lots of instruments set up and just having that all ready for them and being flexible and they might want to make music on their own and what does that mean or they might want to sometimes bring in other musicians or producers or songwriters to work with them also and so you just kind of got to be a little bit of a ninja in terms of just accomplishing all of their tasks, you know, and it's like, it's kind of like playing a sport in a way that, you know, everybody has their own role. And so you kind of know what those other roles are and how to facilitate their roles with what your role is. Um, you know, so first off, it's being, you know, technical, you know, engineering is definitely a t- job but it's also very creative so um you know if i'm working with alicia you know she likes to get creative on the technical side and using different microphones and different keyboards or instruments and stuff like that whereas other artists i work with it's more about them coming into the studio with their ideas in already in mind or coming to the studio and getting to a vibe and like figuring out what they want to make that day and not complicating the process for them. You know, like some artists love to sing on different microphones and some want to just be able to get them in the booth and go for it, you know? Um, And if you're working with a band, it's a lot different because they're, you know, they're their own cohesive unit. And so it's important to create a system or like an environment for them that they can like do what they're best at. And you just kind of like highlight it. If I'm recording somebody, regardless of whether it's a producer or a singer or a group, you know, one of the technical goals is to and their sound as best you can and try to deliver that as quickly as possible so that they can feel confident, get excited, you know, like with a band that doesn't really get to hear themselves, how they sound coming through, you know, like studio speakers all the time because they might be in like a rehearsal space or something like that. It's always best in the process if you have time to like really get the sound sounding great before they come into their room and hear that first take or their first couple takes. And when they are like, wow, you know, this is really exciting. This is more than I expected. And we're just on just doing our basic tracking right now. You know, it gets them excited and helps the performances being better, you know? 
Right. So it sounds like you have to really tailor what you do around, I guess, what the artist, how the artist operates almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I'm working with a producer, some producers like to have me record in all the sounds and we'll do the arrangement of the music in, you know, my Pro Tools system. That's what I work in with Pro Tools. And, you know, other producers want to be able to have me just like record sounds that maybe they don't have as many channels in their interface and they have a bunch of keyboards. So I record it all in and take like little loops and stuff like that and send it back to them. You know, there's some people that are super fast in Pro Tools and, you know, great editors. There's some that just love vocal editing, you know, and they work with producers where the producer's capable of recording all the sounds themselves. And then there's some artists that, you know, they have really great ideas, but they lean on the engineer to help them arrange the song, you know? Right. You might have an artist that kind of goes into the booth and does a bunch of takes and the engineer might help them pick the best takes. They might help them say like, okay, you know, this, this second eight bars that you did in this freestyle right here, that's really dope. And that could be a cool chorus or, or whatever. And, you know, like I said earlier, some are really great vocal producers or some are really great at working with musicians, you know, because working with musicians brings in its own thing because like just, where that everybody needs to be able to look everybody in the face, you know? And so like, how do right. you set up a studio where you've got, you know, a drummer and a producer in the control room maybe, and, you know, a guitar player or a bass player or a horn section and make it so that everybody can have their visual cue, just kind of work together. So it's like, you know, music has all these genres and it's like the engineers that engineer for them are all different, you know, like if you work right. in, you know, it's kind of important that you can read music, you know, whereas if you work in styles of music, that's not always important. You know? So it's like, what are you passionate about? And like, what, um, what skills are going to be needed for you in like these different genres or clients that you're working with? Yeah. Right. Um, I wanted to go back to earlier. There's, certain genres that engineers may be celebrating more than others. Um, so which, which genres would you say engineers get the most celebrated in? I think that when you're working with musicians, you know, like en engineers, like especially in the recording realm are because we help create your tones. Um, and then I think that when it comes to genres where it's a little bit more vocal based and oh. what's really happening is more based on the singer, um, you know, there leads to be an opportunity for like what we're bringing to the table can be overlooked. Are you, are you a sports fan? I'm not the best with sports. Okay. What, what sport would you, do you watch? Um, I mean, I watch a lot of, basketball in the studio a little bit of baseball okay, okay. in the studio um, okay i have a few friends in the studio who are big hockey fans so that gets played in the studio okay. a lot too okay because i was just 
figuring out a way. I was figuring out what sport you watched and figuring out, okay, within that sport, what position is equivalent to like an engineer when you compare it to their role in music with the other components within like a song or album or like, so with the NBA, I think, I think an engineer is kind of like a, like a point guard, you know, okay. where we're not supposed to be the star of the show. Right. We're, we're there to make sure that nothing goes wrong and kind of like help right. facilitate, you know, and chaotic sessions. And okay. what I've, what I've learned recently is, or not recently, but I've just kind of come to terms with it, is that usually the more chaotic the session, usually the better the music is made. And that's just like my personal experience. So okay. that might mean that the people who are writing the songs, performing the songs are in a very vulnerable, emotional place. It okay. might mean that there's just lots of people in the studio just like all contributing their own energies. And so it's it can be a little challenging in those environments to know what the right next step is to take. Um, but I found that that's always leads to like kind of the most exciting or like um, meaningful songs and, and music and stuff like that. Why I bring that up in terms of the team thing is like, it's my job in those environments to just be able to handle it. It's my job to be like, okay, cool. Like they're trying to do this and that and whatever. And like require some extra steps, but like, I just got to get it done. I got to get it done fast and, you know, not big, a big deal about it because ultimately it's about letting them express themselves. Right. So what, how is the dynamic between, let's say, an engineer and the producer and the songwriter and the, maybe the artist that's performing the song? Like, how is that? How does that dynamic work? Well, you have, you have the, with everybody in the room, you know, it, different ways. But so basically, like, when everybody's in the room, it's typically like an artist, you know, and, usually they're kind of going to guide the people about what they want to talk about, you know, what, where are they at in their life? What, what is on their mind today? Like, how are they feeling? Are they excited because they just started a new relationship? Are they in a relationship that's maybe going a little sour and they're struggling with that? You know, do they want to talk about, you know, just kind of like life you know, empowerment or a struggle. And, you know, if the songwriter is there, then they're going to start taking that input from that artist and start trying to come up with, you know, some ideas, you know, of like, all right, I'm happy, but what's making me happy, you know, and start tailoring some lyrics and melody that, you know, resonate with that artist and that artist's perspective. And then, you know, you'll have a producer who will probably be contributing to the vibe of like what we're talking about. Like, oh, you know, that's a really cool idea. They might give lyrics too. Um, right. and then And then start trying to create a musical bed that supports that emotion and that energy and that vibe that's happening in that day. And then as an engineer, 
it's about, you know, just capturing everything and letting people feel free that, you know, they can just make music. So like some artists we work with, like the output of the board is always being recorded. You know, like even if I'm not recording all the time, like, like a vocal mic or a keyboard or something like that, like everything that's going out the speakers is being recorded. Um, sometimes in a songwriting session, Pro Tools is just running for hours and, you know, there's a microphone in front of the songwriter and there's a microphone in front of the producer. There might be a microphone that's just picking up everybody who says anything in the room and the output of the producer's system, whether it be a laptop or just a bunch of keyboards. And then I might be making marks in the session and writing notes down and saying like, Oh, right here, they got really excited about this idea that they had. And like right here, this is like where it seemed like he kind of like figured out the drums and this, you know, section so that when they're like, Hey, you know, there was a part in the song where, or like there was a part in the day where we had this really cool chorus melody. Can you play that back? They might really be on the verge of figuring out that lyric or that part that they're trying to do. And I can be like, oh, here's that melody that she was humming or he was humming, you know, an hour ago that I think that's what you're talking about, you know, or here's another one or whatever. I feel like with with engineers, I feel like engineers provide stability that then allows everyone else to have the freedom to, to do what they do almost. Would you say, would you say that? You know, really valid, you know, it kind of goes in tandem with uh, what I was talking about before and just kind of understanding and being able to interpret and be a step ahead in terms of how people like to work. But then on a more technical basis, I need to make sure things working, you know? So, you know, like, uh, Sometimes I get hired as an engineer to sessions where there'll be like a songwriter, a producer, and the an artist, and they don't really need me that much. You know, they, the producer wants to record in his, his laptop, which is cool with me, you know, and... Um, you, you've done engineering for, for, a lot of different, for a lot of different artists, and you did a song on one of my favorite albums of 2016. So that was um, Bell, Rihanna. Okay. That, I mean, working with Bree is great. We definitely recorded it super late at night, you know, um, makes sense. And yeah. And you know, those songs, they're usually, what's that experience? Like we're on working on, on that song. So how did, how did, how did that song sound in, in the studio at that at night as well when you heard it? I'm trying to think of this one line. It's like there's another line that just really stuck out to take, me. Take it, all, just, like, take it all back. You know, like one of the reasons why I got into recording music is because I want to make art that can touch as much people as possible. And so, you know, when you're working in popular music, you know, like some of the most listened to artists and stuff like that, then you're definitely guaranteeing that 
that little bit of energy or a lot of bit of energy, depending on what you're doing, that like helps do the song, like, you know, impacts how people are going to feel, you know, and it's not yeah. even just engineering. Like it's, you know, everybody involved down to the intern who's going and getting the food and just, you know, really taking the time to pay attention and just, you know, be aware of, you know, they like this or they like that, you know, and, you know, most engineers, not all, but a lot of engineers come up through an interning process and stuff like that. And, and it's all about just being humble, being appreciative and just trying to understand what makes people feel good. And so when you're working on stuff that really gets you excited and, and you know that like, it's going to be heard by the world and, you know, you feel proud of the energy that you put into it. It's just, you know, you can't really be right yeah you know it's really rewarding to be out in public and hear songs that i've been a part of wow you know, like that's you know whether it's you know an alicia song a rihanna song an ariana song or you know a little wayne song or a nikki song or you know uh a song from the greatest showman or you know whoever it might be a Taylor song. It's just, it's, that's like, for me, that's what it's all about. You know, it's just like, these are songs that people listen to and connect with to get excited, to get over a hard time in their life, to right. relax, to enjoy a, a day of celebration, whatever it might be. And it's just, you know, engineers, studio people, we work really hard to do this stuff. And, you know, we sacrifice, you know, personal time, time with, you know, close ones and all that kind of stuff. But it, it really, it's, you know, great when you can see the, you know, feel the fruits of your labor and you can, you know, be driving down the block and you see a bunch of people excited or even just talking to you and how you're telling me that, you know, this is a song that I really connect with. And it's like, yeah, that's, know, that's, it's, it's yeah. meaningful to me to know that I was part of that in my own little way, you know, and yeah. it's, it's very rewarding and it's definitely what keeps me coming back for more every day, you know, and just trying to have a good attitude and, and put my best foot forward no matter who I'm working with, because you never know, you know, and like, yeah. And I don't want to, I might be working with an artist that I'm not very familiar with, or I don't, right. I'm not very familiar with their style of music, but I still need to give them my best energy and do what I do the best that I can, because there's going to be somebody who's going to listen to that and really connect with that. And I want, you know, I want that to be the best that it can be. Right. How, how hard is that to, it can be, it can be challenging, you know? Um, and it just, I think for me, it just takes a lot of humility, you know? And so like, I try to look at it like I'm not the master or expert of anything, you know, I just, I know what I'm good at and I know what I understand and I just try to use those tools to do my best. And, you know, with some artists, it really clicks and there's a great synergy there. And with some artists, you know, 
they need a slightly different energy than I need. And like, I'm, I try to be humble enough to just appreciate all of that. So, you know, the first thing is I listen to their music or I listen to music that's similar to what they are because I need to respect the fact that they're their own unique artist. you know? So well, particularly well-versed in, but you have to conjure up, work with someone where maybe the genre isn't something like lots of times I get called into the studio to work with somebody that I've never worked with before and I am familiar with their music or people that I, I'm not familiar with their music. And so as soon as I find out who the artist's name is, you know, I go online and, you know, I start trying to find their music videos and their songs and just start watching stuff. I might go to their Instagram and just try to get an idea of who this person is and what they're talking about and what they like. And, you know, I'll listen to the songs and try to listen to the mix and hear, you know, okay, they like, they like this and they like that. And because at the end of the day, it's not, like I said, it's not about me. It's about me helping them do what they do best, you know? So, you know, and the, but at the end of the day, the more that you relate to someone, the more that you relate to what they're doing, you know, the more that you can shine. Um, but sometimes you don't learn as much when you're in a very comfortable environment. So I do like to challenge myself. I like to get out of my comfort zone. It can be a little, it can make you nervous at times if you're working with someone that you feel like is coming from a different walk of life as you and, you know, right. and it's something you don't relate to, but I try to be a professional all the time and not let that stop me from believing that I can't do a good job, you know, and, and I try to learn from everyone, you know, just because you're, I've never listened to your music before. doesn't mean that there's something that you can teach me. You know, right. or just because, you know, I've done thousands of sessions doesn't mean that there is one session that could teach me something new, you know? So right. and that's where like the humility comes in. It's just like, you know, art is progressive. It's always changing and, you know, people's tastes are always changing. So I just like to look at it as like endless possibilities. And I just want to be worthy of, being part is as much as I can and do as much good work as I can. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. What, what time, what song that you worked on? The, uh, the first song that I ever was like, a not like an intern or assistant. Like I was like engineering and being a part of it. Uh, was this song called I Want to Get Better by uh, The Bleachers, who is uh, Jack Antonoff's um, project. And I think that was the first song that I worked on that I got to hear on the radio, like like national radio. And it was just, it was the first time where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on the path, you know, and like the the fruits of my efforts and sacrifices are starting to work out. You know, um, it's not, it's not easy to 
get into music, you know, like whether you're a local gig musician or, you know, an engineer in LA or New York or wherever it's, it's hard, you know, um, and it takes a long time to get your financial support together. You know, I'm lucky that like my family definitely helped me, but, um, you know, I struggled with working hundreds of hours a week, you know, like over a hundred hours a week, tons of times between multiple States crashing on friends' couches and all that kind of stuff. And to finally get a piece of that reward that I was looking for was just like, okay, you know, this is going to work out, you know, and it's, it's, you know, I just got to keep going, you know, like, I've made it this far and just don't stop because it's it as a musician and an artist and a creator, it's easy to doubt yourself. It's easy to get discouraged at times, especially when you're putting in like all the energy that you can. Um, so it's really meaningful to have those moments where it just says, okay, you know, it's working, you know, like right. keep going. Yeah, so what was what was the song that you had while you was out that you worked on made you appreciate? I can't remember right now, but it's like there's some that just stick out to you and you're like, wow. Um, one of them was uh, Thank You Next with Ariana Grande. And one of the one of the exciting things with that project is it happened so quickly. Um you know, sometimes we work on songs and it could take years to come out, you know, just because of the process. Um, but that whole album was done really fast. And and I was surprised by how quickly it came out. And, you know, at the time when we were working on that, Ariana was, you know, going through um, a relationship at the time and right. had its ups and downs and it was really special because it was one of those times where a lot was happening in the room and there was a lot of strong energies happening and sometimes it's you know it's not one of those days where it's just kind of you show up and you do your normal thing and it's easy you know because um, when people are in a a vulnerable state it can you know be challenging to keep up with them and, and you know keep them in their vibe that they're trying to do and help them perform and and it was um you know just really special because i felt like i was you know a really part of that process you know as an engineer right. and um and then just hearing it you know only a couple months, I think, maybe even one month after we made it, you know, come out. And it was just really exciting and just made me feel really good about, you know, that I got to be a part of that. And I got to um, work with, you know, Tommy and Ariana and, you know, everybody involved. And it was just really special. And, you know, it seemed to have a good response, you know, and people were really into it and meant something to people. and. It did, you yeah. know, and that's that's the special thing, you know. It's just making you like getting to be part of music that people relate to, and it really speaks to them. And 
you know, maybe answers questions about what they're thinking about in their own life or just helps them, you know, cope with something that they're going through, whether it be good or bad. It, you know, it's just, it's special. And that's like what art's all about. You know, it's just connecting with people and, and relating to them and, you know, sharing emotions and stuff like that. And, you know, and for a while, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, go anywhere without hearing that or like seven rings too. you know, that was a day oh, where, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, it, uh, was a, you know, a totally different type of energy, you know, that she had in the studio for that song. And, um, you know, I remember, uh, you know, my good friend, Sean, who was working with me in the studio on that project. And, uh, you know, we had, um, you know, taking the night before to, you know, just kind of go to the bar and just kind of like decompress a little bit, you know, Chill out. It's, yeah, it's a little intense. Yeah. And we were, uh, you know, a little tired the next day and stuff like that. And, you know, we, you know, we got through the day or whatever. And just, you know, it's just great to just have those memories and those like personal moments that like, will forever be connected to these songs and um, right and just like you know i hear these songs and it's like it brings me back to a particular place in my life and and you know going back to the i want to get better song with jack to you know working with ariana to getting to mix some of alicia's songs on her latest album you know it right it it's really great to just have these things that, you know, just pop up, you know, you might be in the grocery store or getting in a cab or going to a concert and it's just playing before the show starts or, or whatever. And it just like brings me back. And it's, it's like my own little like time capsules. And it just remembers like, okay, like I was at this place in my life when this song when happened, this happened. Yeah. and I was in this place in my life when this song happened. And, you know, it's just, it's just really special, you know, and that, you know, people get to, you know, the fans and the people who listen to it, you know, just get to keep those moments alive for me. You know, like I don't have to go through a, a photo album to remember these things, like these songs just pop up, you know, here. That you talk about these different songs being time capsules for like different parts of your life, because us as fans, we just think about that with us. We just think about these are the songs that define this summer or this particular part of our lives. But we don't really think about even, for example, with engineer. We don't. Yeah, you know, you know, or it just helps me to remember the people that I work with. You know, like the music right. industry is kind of small, but you know, sometimes it might be years in between working with some people that you get to meet and you're in these vulnerable situations, these long days, and you really build these relationships and you're forever connected to them through these songs that you've worked on together. And it's just really special to, you know, hear a song and, you know, say, Oh, you know, I remember being in the studio with Jack, John, and Laura, or I remember being in the studio with, you know, Tommy and Ariana and Sean, or I remember being in the studio with Fred and, 
Alicia and Johnny or, and, you know, and just those moments that we had and these conversations that we had and goals that I had at that time or whatever. And it's just like, you know, the songs that I listened to when I was growing up, you know, whether it was this band or this artist or, or whoever, and what that means to me from my childhood or, or you know, my adulthood or whatever. And it's just, um, but the songs that I get to be a part of, it just, really makes me remember about, you know, being in that studio and, you know, working on this or that or whatever. And sometimes you forget about the songs that you work on because you, you know, I work on songs every day, but, you know, I have a good ear and a good memory. So song might come on and I'll be like, I think I worked on this song, you know? And, and then it just like brings me back to, you know, 2014 or 2012 or 2016 or whatever. And it's like, you know, I remember working with Derek and Justin and Benj on these songs and what that experience was like. And sometimes the experiences are really easy and sometimes they're really hard. But at the end of the day, if you get a great song out of it, you know, it's just, it's, it really is the ultimate reward because then it means something to other people too, you know? everything you've everything you had to go through to create that type right yeah i mean i love i love you know i work on a lot of rap music and it feels great to just you know in the summertime hearing songs that you know i've been a part of and people are you know having a party or a cookout or going to the club or whatever they're doing something positive and fun and light-spirited it's just like you know it feels great to be like okay you know, like I, that's like part of me, you know, and, yeah. and like, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, it's those artists songs, it's their music, but yeah, a little bit of me it's is part, your, your DNA part is, is attached to that. It's a little bit, you film. know, and, yeah. and what I always tell everyone in the studio is, you know, if, if you're there, then you're part of it, you know, like, that's why I bring up the interns. It's like, you know, if, you take the time to get an, you know, make an artist a great food recommendation, you know? And it's like, you know, they're like, I'm hungry. And it's like, all right, you could just pick something easy and simple, or you could be like, find something exciting. I like to eat good food in the studio and that's kind of, you know, I'm a foodie for sure. And, and, you know, I, I just encourage people. It's like, you know, you might not feel like what you're doing is important, but it is, you know, and, and, and that's like kind of what I'm trying to touch on. It's like this, the artist is in the same space as you, you know, and you might be a few more degrees separated from them than somebody else. But if you're cleaning up the room for them or you're getting their food or helping them with their errands and just making them feel comfortable in the space, like you helped, you know what I mean? And you should take pride in that because you're creating something that is meaningful to a lot of people, you know what I mean? And you should take pride in that. You know, I don't believe in taking credit for things that you don't do, but you did contribute in your own way, you know, and to the environment. Yeah. And that's really, you know, and take pride in that. Yeah. There was, you, you um, touched on just you working on rap music, right? And there's there's a song that you you worked on 
where there was a singer that was stepping into the shoes of like a rapper. So it was okay. it was the Nothing Is Promised song. Okay. That R- Rihanna did, right? Mm-hmm. And that song is like you can tell she was she was walking in the shoes of future right right so with with that particular song seeing as a, a, a singer tap into a pocket that was it's it's essentially rap singing mm-hmm. she's i mean she, i she's just one of my favorites man like she like you know before i started working in the studio it was easy to like use your own personal bias and opinion on things to like right credit or discredit people um but once you really start to understand how these things get put together and you see the mastery that people have with what they bring to the table it's just really special you know like there was a reference for that song and you know, then redid her own thing, and it just every okay. time, every time you get to hear her voice on a song, it's just special. That's why she is who she is. You know what I mean? Right. And it's and it, we're lucky to be able to have her as an artist and hear her music. And for me, it's just I'm lucky. I've been lucky to get to see it happen, and it's just it's just special. You know, right? And you're sometimes you know she likes to record late at night and uh you know you might have gotten there 16 hours before she hops into the booth you know and so it you know they can be long days but you know you're excited about the fact that you just get to be around greatness and right. like i said her whole team is great you know omar marcos coop Jay Brown, you know, everybody is just really great and very thoughtful and calculated in their own way. And it's just, it's just special, you know, like, um, there's this story that I, I always tell about people or tell to people about ASAP Ferg. And uh, he was, he was in the studio one time and, uh, he was talking about how you know, making a million dollars is really simple. All you need to do is buy a million pens and sell them for a dollar. And it's something I never forgot because, you know, if you break down the metrics of that business plan, it's not as simple as maybe he said, like buying yeah. a million pens has an expense to it and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But why it's meaningful to me is I just get to be around people who are solving problems who are overcoming obstacles, who are just trying to see their dreams through. And it's just, it's just an infectious thing to be around people that are just making their thing, like their goals and their dreams happen, you know? And so, you know, going back to Rihanna, it's, you know, this is someone who's done incredible things in music you know is an incredible person whether she's a business person or an artist or you know all the things that she does and it's just it's just special to be able to witness that firsthand you know and i must bring the best out of you yeah you know and you just you just want to 
do your best. It's like, you know, being on a team and you're at the final game of the season, you know, or you're in your championship or semifinal. And it's like, okay, this game matters more than maybe some of these other games that we did. Every game is important, but like today just feels extra special, you know? And, and then when you get to experience that, I think it's important to just try to make every day like that, you know, as best you can, you know, it's like every day is going to be special. And the more that you get exposed to, to these like little moments of validation, the more you start to learn that, that's the walk that you got to walk, you know, and greatness isn't, isn't random, you know, it's, it's hard work and preparation and, you know, stamina and just momentum and just keeping, keeping with it and just continuing to pursue your dreams, you know, and, you know, I'm lucky to work at a studio where there's always new people coming up interns, assistants, you know, all sorts of people. And we, we at Jungle City, you know, people are really get a good trajectory and they move on their own paths of success and greatness. And it's, it's great. And sometimes I get reminded by, you know, new people that like, you know, what you've done is incredible, you know, and for me, I don't, ever look at it like that i'm just like all right i'm ready for more i want to like you know i want to get an opportunity to work with another great artist and another on another great song or another great project and 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 sometimes you're not in control of that stuff you know like it's it's easy to like make a goal of like i want to win a grant but you could work on some of the most incredible meaningful things and that's just not applicable for what what that content is that song that music that podcast that you're working on is and it's just important to get reminded and experience these special moments to just say like i want to be special and i want to do my best work and i don't want to just do the bare minimum right you know so so you've been you you put out an EP recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so what was that experience like? Um, I my good friend Johnny he uh, owns Cinematic and Smokers Club, and you know we've been friends for a few years now, and maybe about like a year and a half ago, I just mentioned that you know I like make my own music, and I played some stuff for him. He got really excited about a couple of the songs and. You know, he's like, look, you know, we're brothers, you know, I'd love to put out your music. It's great. You know, I'm excited about it. And I've been making music, my own music since I was in high school, you know, and I'm always just like very subjective with it. And I'm always just like, oh, it's not good enough. Like it's yada, yada, yada. And, you know, Johnny definitely gave me the the push and the motivation to really finish something and take it serious. And, you know, it's just been a really rewarding process. You know, um, one of the reasons why I decided to do it is I wanted to expand on like my relationship with creating music, you know, cause as an engineer, 
you're not always in control of what you're up to. You know what I mean? And that's not right. a good or a bad thing. You know, I love engineering and I love the challenges and the rewards that it provides. But sometimes it's important for me to be able to work on stuff that is like exactly what I want to work on. And doing this EP was that opportunity. You know, I love reggae music and a certain type of reggae music. And, and I also wanted to just start expanding how people see me and how they can relate to me. And so, you know, I want to start the opportunity to be in the room and contribute more than just engineering, you know, and, you know, create songs with artists. And so this was kind of my uh, first step into doing that. And I got the idea of, you know, using dub plates with artists, you know, so because sometimes it can be tough when you're trying to connect with artists. And if you're up and coming, then, you know, you might only have the resources to work with up and coming artists and up and coming artists are great, but sometimes it's, it's a simple process. If you know, like, Hey, there's this artist that I can connect with that like does what I love, you know? And so in reggae music, it's great because they do dub play. I started connecting with this guy that, produces these studio sessions with different artists. And so like every week he schedules an artists in the studio to do dub plates and you can just get on the list. And instead of doing a traditional dub plate, I just started sending my own beats and saying, all right, I don't want you to do, you know, who am I? I want you to just do a freestyle on the mm -hmm. song and, yeah. and, uh, and I'm going to, do my best and make it into a song, you know, and fortunately I had someone to help me, you know, Johnny just, just not stop taking it serious and push me and connect me with, um, you know, people at his label that just started helping connect the dots. And it was like, Oh, okay. Like I need to take this right. serious. It's not something I'm just casually doing anymore. I got to like make this happen. Right. So Johnny, Johnny is, Johnny is the uh, yeah. owner and CEO of Cinematic uh, Worldwide, okay. which is like a you know indie rap label, and then he also is um, owner of uh, Smokers Club, which is a music label and fashion brand. And so, you know, he says that he's a big fan of reggae, and you know, just like wanted to be able to put out some of those kind of projects. So, just kind of like perfectly aligned you know, between the two of us and, right. um, you know, my goal is to, you know, keep the relationship going and just put out more music and just keep, keep doing more stuff. Right. So it's like going, going back to the NBA and you saying that as an engineer, you're possibly like a point guard facilitating, um, pin stepping out and doing, this EP and producing it's almost like you're adding another position so you're yeah. a point guard but okay so now I can play the small forward position or I can go into other, another position so it's kind of like linking it back to to basketball mm -hmm. it's you're adding different positions to your to your what um, to what you do exactly to what yeah. you do 
Yeah, and it's it's exciting, you know. It's um, it's a good, healthy challenge, you know, to just step out of my normal realm of what I regularly do. And you know, I'm thankful to have a good platform behind me to like just kind of help me be successful. And it's just rewarding. It's like art and music is really progressive, and that's why I like it. You know, it's it never really feels repetitive for me, um, right? Even though, like, certain things you kind of are doing over and over again, but it's different cities, different artists, different songs, different people. Like, it always just makes it, like, uniquely special and different. And um, doing the producing an album and putting it out myself and, you know, having to come up with artwork and, you know, promotion and all that stuff has just been a really good big step into doing new things and just becoming aware of new facets and having to think about new things, you know, like I've watched artists do meetings about it and, you know, had them talk about it and I've seen them happen. Um, But now I have to do that for myself and ask myself, like, how does this relate to me? And what do I think is a good approach and what's important? And, and then not only just thinking about it, but doing it and making it a reality. And, you know, it's, it's really exciting for me. And it just feels like I'm, you know, just continuing on that path of just pursuing my dreams and, um, and just challenging myself and having variety, you know, and it's, it's really exciting. And, you know, everything starts small, like from a little seed or an acorn, and it just grows from there. And, you know, the right. first artist I worked with was not a major artist, you know, and so it's kind of exciting to just find a new way to start over again and find that fresh, like, energy beginning. Yeah, and energy yeah. and just go for it. So who who are some of the artists on, on your EP? I have uh, Beanie Man, Michael Rose, Sizzler. Mikey Spice, Sanchez, and uh, Leroy Sibbles. Wow. That must have been an interesting... I didn't actually get to be part of it, you know what I mean? Because it's basically... It's like dub plates, so I just send my stuff and get connected or whatever. Okay. Um, But it still feels great to... um, put out the songs and I've connected with some of them after I put out the EP and right. you know, I've gotten good responses from them in terms of like what we did. And, you know, like it's special to be able to work on a song or make your own song with somebody that's inspired you in music in the first place. You know, like I'm a huge right. Michael Rose fan. I'm a huge Sizzler fan. I'm a huge Beanie Man fan, Sanchez, all of them. And, you know, it's special to like hear a song that I did, you know, and like I was just at the studio the other day and uh, one of the guys had taken a couple week vacation. He's like, bro, that was like the soundtrack for my vacation. Like I was bumping it the whole time. And I'm like, wow, this is what it's all about. You know what I mean? And like I got to make a song with somebody that is a legend to me. And it's just awesome. It's just good. Just a lot of positive, you know, positive stuff. So as far as just producing engineering, what, what similarities? I think the similarities are just like being creative, you know, like 
touching on your own tastes of music. You know, I think, um, I think that like when we listen to music and we start building our own natural, like catalog of musical experiences from the things that our parents expose us to the things that our friends expose us to the things that we find out on our own, it kind of all shapes our tastes and like what gets us excited. And I think that like, you know, with engineering and producing, it's the same thing. Like you're going to highlight the things that just get you the most expect, like excited. Like I love bass. I love bass lines and I love drums and all that kind of stuff. I'm a bass player also. And, you know, so when I'm mixing a record, I always want there to be as much bass as I can get in the record, you know? And right. when I'm producing a song, I always want the bass to be like a cool part. You know, it might not be the most important part, but I always want there to be a cool baseline in every song that I do, you know? And so it's just like, what, what gets you excited? You know, is it right. effects? Is it arrangement? Is it chords? You know, and you just naturally start to highlight those elements, whether you're a producer or an engineer or, you know, a songwriter or anything. Right. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of synergies between those different roles. Yeah. I mean, especially today with technology, producing and engineering are very similar, you know, like, you know, an engineer in a very traditional role may not be putting in a lot of input, but we just don't live in a world where that's the case, you know, um, even down to like setting the auto-tune setting, you know, like, are you going to do it at zero? Are you going to do it at five? Are you going to do it at 20? Are you going to do it at 50? You know, um, or just understanding music like trap music and modern rap music is very, uh, is regularly like minor music with uh, a vocal melody that's major. And so, okay, cool. Like the key of the song is a minor, but I probably should set my auto tune to C major for this song because they're probably going to sing more of a, a major melody. And so I want the auto tune to work the right way and just using your music and your understanding and what you think is important, you know? And so like, if you're, if you're choosing the key of the auto tune in a way that's production, you know, if you're, choosing the takes that's production if you're melodizing the vocal which you know is a process where you can manually choose the notes to enhance a vocal performance that's production you know what i mean but it's also some of those things are very technical so it's also engineering you know because you're using software you're using technology you're using equipment um you know i might have the opportunity to choose the equipment that we use to record the song production. You know what I mean? You're molding the tones or, you know, shaping it, you know, and, um, and then, you know, sometimes with some producers, they might make a, you know, they might make an eight bar or four bar loop. And that's like what starts the song, you know, and then a songwriter starts singing over it, you know, but an engineer might say like, okay, this might, help the songwriter if I add a filter. And so like, you know, every 16 bars, I filter it. And 
maybe that's the verse or maybe that's the chorus or whatever. And just doing stuff or maybe they add more reverb on the vocal in the chorus, you know, like to some people that's production, you know what I mean? But it's all technical right. stuff too, you know? So like, it's, it's great that everything can happen in a laptop or a computer. You know, you don't need to have a multi-million dollar studio to make a great song. So, you know, producers can get a DAW, whether it's Logic or Ableton or Fruity Loops or Pro Tools or whatever they like to use and get in there and start getting technical and start doing stuff. And whether they see themselves as an engineer or not, they're engineering stuff. You know, like if you're recording a songwriter in your house, like you're engineering, you know what I mean? But you might really see yourself as a producer because you you know, made the beat and you help them write the song and you arrange okay. it and help them get it on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, you know what I mean? But those are all really technical things too. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's very, it's very mixed with both, you know, and right. I think there's some classic things that one person's going to focus on more than the other, but so much of it is very similar. Right. So for someone that wants to become an engineer, what steps should they really take or what things should they be paying attention to? I think if you want to become an engineer, um, it's really important to start paying attention to artists and, and groups, you know, um, you know, make sure that you go and see people perform live and kind of like, like when, you know, you might not have access to a recording studio, you might not have access to like tons of equipment, but you know, most places you can see people perform, whether that's at a church or a small venue or a large venue and just start to experience like, okay, like there's people coming together making music together and like start trying to understand in your own way how that's working you know there's obviously like tons of tutorials online and they're all great like that'll teach you how to set a mic pre how to plug in a microphone you know how a compressor works how reverb works and you know if you want to be an engineer you're going to need to be technical so like expose yourself to those things um, and then the next thing is, you know, once you've started to learn a little bit of technical things and, you know, maybe you've gotten a DAW, whether it's GarageBand or Logic or Pro Tools or anything, like start making your own music and just start, you don't have to want to be a musician, but just start getting comfortable with like what the experience is like using this technology. And then once you've felt like you've done that a couple of times, the next thing to do is to just start making music with people, start trying to engineer right. for people, you know? So, you know, you've, you've seen some people perform, you kind of starting to understand how it's working. You've started to learn a little bit about how all this stuff kind of works together. You've done it firsthand now with, you know, uh, just you, you know, your laptop or whatever. And then now it's about, you know, just seeking out musicians or singers in your neighborhood or your, you know, your local community and just getting with that, you know, like working, 
you know, one of the things that I realized when I went to New York is that there was no time and space for learning. And like, we do a lot of training and we teach people a lot of stuff. And there's certain things about professionalism and like high quality production that like you don't become aware of until you're like in that environment. But if you don't have the basics, there's really no time to teach you, you know? So if, if you don't know what a mic pre is, it's really hard for me to take you to that next level to be ready to record Ariana Grande or Rihanna or whatever. So the best thing to do is to get in the studio with your friends, people, you know, your friend of a friend or, you know, post an ad online and saying like, Hey, I have a setup and I want to record. And it's, it's all very meaningful. You know, like I said earlier, like the first artist that I recorded was not famous, you know, and I learned a ton from that, you know, like they molded the beginnings of like how I understood how all this stuff is together, you know? So just, just start, you know, if you have a laptop, you could be an engineer you know, and that simple. It's that simple, you know, like there's, there's, you know, and as you go along and do more songs and experience more things, you're going to start to realize I need to think about this. I need to think about file management. I need to think about hard drives. I need to think about headphones and microphones and all these kinds of things. And like, just the more experiences that you get, the better that you are, you know, like to be a great engineer, you don't need to go and buy the most expensive microphone and equipment to do that. You know, like I always tell people like, you know, go buy a, a focus, right? Scarlet, you know, they're, they're for most people, very affordable that, you know, you can get an interface that is two channels for, you know, like less than $200 and, you know, Get a pair of headphones, get, you know, get two headphones so that you can record and, you know, you can be at the computer and someone can sing and go from there. You can get an SM58 for a hundred dollars, you know, like it doesn't have to be a fancy studio mic, you know, like, or get a hundred dollar studio mic, whatever. Like don't focus on what you don't have. Just if you have a laptop, you can be an engineer you know, and just get exposed to what it's like for people making music together. And you'll start to realize what excites you. And once you start seeing what's exciting to you, just keep going in that direction. You know, looking at you, like looking at tutorials, like, oh, I heard this song and there was this cool effect, you know, probably Reddit will help you learn what that effect is, you know, and then you now Reddit, know that's great for those yeah, things. Like, that's a delay. Okay, cool. Now you can go on YouTube, how to use a delay on a vocal and infinite tutorials will come up. Take the time to watch them, you know, and then, and then once you've gotten a little bit of experience doing all that on your own, then it's time to start finding people who are professional that you can work under, just maybe even have conversations with, you know, and they don't have to even be in your area like we have the internet so like you know i i talk to kids all the time via email and instagram and you know all that kind of stuff that you know they've met me or been referred to me through someone i know and you know i'm personally always very happy to talk to people when i have the time and most professionals are like that 
You know what I mean? If you're just polite, genuine, and professional, like most people will want to help you out, you know? So right. if you hit me up and say, hey, you know, what's the best thing that I can do? I'm going to ask you, well, where are you currently at? You know, like, what is your goals? And I'm going to try to give you the best advice that I can based on, you know, my personal experiences. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so available, you know, is it easy to make it a career? No, because you have to be really determined. There's, it takes a long time for it to become generating income, you know? Right. And running a business is a separate tangible skill to just being an engineer, you know, but it's all just about being professional and working really hard and, you know, just go for it.